0: So, hello, and a warm welcome to the first RotorChat podcast from EASA's Together for Safety program of safety promotion for the helicopter and rotorcraft community. My name is John Franklin, and I'm head of safety promotion here at EASA. And it's going to be my job to guide you through all the exciting things we have for you in this first edition of RotorChat. I'm joined in the studio by my colleague Michelle Masson, who's the safety promotion officer responsible for all things helicopter. I don't know about you, Michelle, but I'm really excited to get started with our monthly podcast series. Me too, John. I have to
1: say I was a bit skeptical when you talk about doing a podcast, but hopefully it will be a good way to share lots of good safety messages with the whole Rotorcraft community. Maybe we can start by telling our listeners, assuming we actually have some, about our Together for Safety initiative.
0: Great idea, Michelle. So, Together for Safety is the brand we've developed as a key part of EASA's new safety promotion strategy. There's no point in EASA promoting safety all by ourselves. So, Together for Safety brings together stakeholders from across the helicopter community to develop lots of exciting material to help raise awareness of important safety issues. We know how complicated safety can be, so through Together for Safety, we want to help you on every step of your safety journey. Our catchphrase for Together for Safety is making sense of safety. This works coordinated through the European Safety Promotion Network Rotocraft, or the ESPNR as we call it. And here is our first request for anyone listening who uses LinkedIn make sure you join the ESPNR forum group on LinkedIn so that you can keep in touch with all the latest updates and developments. So we talked about having lots of different stakeholders in the ESPNR and well, Michelle, you're one of the people helping to coordinate the group. So who do we have involved?
1: Well, John, we're really lucky with the ESPNR. It's like a who's who of the helicopter industry. The coordinators are Bent Oswald from Airbus Helicopters and Christian Muller from EHA
0: and we need to thank them for all their hard work. And we've also got lots of great experts who are contributing to this safety effort as well. And each month we'll be choosing a safety topic and hopefully we'll get to hear more from some of the ESPNR experts and other people in the helicopter community over the coming months. Now, the great thing about Together for Safety is that you won't just get to hear Riasa's view on safety, but we really want to be here to help you with your day-to-day safety challenges. So we'll have the support from people across the whole European helicopter community. So, Michelle, maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit more about what they can expect from our Road to Chat podcasts and the wider work that we'll be doing with the helicopter community through Together for Safety.
1: Sure, John. We already talked about our safety topic of the month and as well as covering it in future podcasts, we will also be publishing a web article every month. Depending on the topic, there might be video or a supporting best practice guide. The possibilities are actually endless. With the help of EASA's Rotorcraft Committee member Andy Evans from Assurance. We'll also be providing monthly accident case studies so we can all learn from the experiences of other people when things go wrong.
0: And of course, we also know that it's hard to keep up with all the changes that happen in the EASA regulatory framework. So through Together for Safety, we'll be providing lots of practical information on the latest rulemaking updates. Plus, we'll also give you the opportunity to send in your questions before we record each podcast, so that hopefully our experts can help to give you some answers to some of your challenges.
1: Wow, that all sounds very exciting. I hope we can keep up with everyone's
0: expectations. Yeah, me too, Michelle. And after this special Rotorcraft Symposium launch edition of RotorChat, we're going to try and do this every month. You up for the challenge, Michelle? Certainly, John. Shall we get started? Definitely. So to kick things off for this first RotorChat podcast, we thought we'd start with the reason we're here doing these new and exciting things for helicopter safety, the EASA RotorCraft roadmap. So coming up, I'll be interviewing David Sola, EASA's head of VTOL and the main man leading the agency's work on helicopter safety. So here I am in the RotorChat studio in Cologne with David Sola, the head of EASA's VTOL department. So hi David, welcome to our first Rotocraft podcast. How does it feel to be our first special guest?
2: Hi John, thanks for the invitation. I'm really pleased to be here. It's great that we try some new ways to share our safety messages with as many people as possible.
0: So can you tell me a little bit more about the Rotocraft roadmap? It was launched a little while ago now, wasn't it?
2: Yes, it was launched at the end of 2018 to provide a strategic focus to improve helicopter safety in Europe. There are over 7,000 civil rotorcraft operating in Europe now, and we are averaging one rotorcraft accident every week. So the roadmap is a vital part of our work to do something about that. We have a vision to achieve huge safety improvement while also supporting a growing and evolving aviation industry.
0: And are there any specific targets that you're looking to achieve with the roadmap? Of
2: course, without a goal, we'll never know if we are successful. The key measures we have is the goal to improve overall rotorcraft safety by 50% within the next 10 years. Of course, that's quite a long time, so we are also looking for very positive and visible changes to the rotorcraft safety trends within the next five years. In the spirit of a performance-based approach, the roadmap is developing performance-based and proportionate solutions so that the helicopter industry can maintain its competitiveness, leadership and sustainability in the long term.
0: So I think it's great that we have the roadmap to provide the focus for improving helicopter safety. We've got quite a large team of us here working on this in the agency at the moment. And this podcast is just one example of the safety promotion parts of that roadmap. Of course, the roadmap covers many different areas from certification to operations and pretty much everything in between. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about the most important parts of the roadmap?
2: Sure, there are lots of going on, so I'll just talk about a few of them. Well, the first one is securing financial support for safety improvement. This is key to enable the industry to get further and to deeper the uh, safety of the rotorcraft industry. Then uh, the second topics will be really the training and on several aspects. First, enabling training devices of new kind, like virtual reality, um, but also reviewing the complete training syllabus for um, private pilot, for instance. As a side point, also we want to simplify and reduce the administrative burdens and cost to operators so that they can really focus on what's matters on safety and not on paper, for instance. That's really something we are really keen on. And it's a, a 360 approach from operations, safety management, and all of that is dealing with safety culture within the autocraft environment.
0: Of course, this isn't really just a task for EASA, though, is it? It goes much wider than that, out into the industry and, and all the other kind of parts of the European community.
2: Definitely. Without support and involvement from the industry and the operational community, we will never achieve as much as if we all work together. The roadmap was initially developed with a team of rotorcraft industry experts coming from all over, all disciplines. And now we are working on this roadmap. We coordinate with the industry at our rotorcraft committee. This is the strategic advisory body to the agency on all things uh, rotorcraft matters. The RCOM, as it is called, meet at least three times a year. And we use each meeting to review the progress of the roadmap and coordinate on the industry involvement. But also, I must say, not only in the industry, also the NA are part of the game and are key to the success of the roadmap.
0: And I see that the roadmap is one of the first things on the agenda of the upcoming EASA Rotocraft Symposium. So people are going to find out a little bit more of that event as well. So thanks for joining us as our first uh, guest on this podcast, David. Um, before you, we let you escape, though, one final question. What do you see as the greatest safety challenge that faces the rotorcraft community in Europe today?
2: That's a very good question and a very, 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 very challenging one. Actually, I do think that training will be the key for rotorcraft safety, especially new training simulator devices, enabling new kind of um, involvement of pilots, especially in the low-end rotorcraft where actually no simulator exists. And today we are dealing on safety critical. Failure conditions in the aircraft itself, while we can do it in a simulator. Virtual reality is now key and mature enough to get to this stage. And that's hopefully what we will enable in the next years to come.
0: Wow, that sounds pretty exciting. Well, thanks for being here, David. And for our listeners, you can follow the progress of our Rotorcraft Road roadmap on IASA's website and also on the agency's social media channels. Of course, we'll also keep you updated here on the podcast about how things are going with the Rotocraft roadmap. And hopefully we'll see you again sometime soon in the studio here, David. So next up, we're going to talk to you about the IASA Rotocraft Symposium that takes place here here in Cologne on the 10th and 11th of December. We're only a few days away now, and I've invited some of our IASA colleagues to join me in the studio to talk about what we have planned for this important event. So, for this segment of the show, we're joined by two key members of our RotorCraft team. Clemon Odar works as the safety coordinator in the VTOL department of the Certification Directorate. And his main job is to coordinate all of the activity we do in the RotorCraft safety roadmap that David Solar talked about earlier. Our other colleague is Jan Lonka, who works in our Certification Directorate as well, and is also a helicopter pilot. So welcome to the studio, gentlemen. Hi, thanks for inviting us. It's a pleasure to be here. So Clément, you're the main person responsible for organizing the symposium. So I have an important first question for you. What's the conference hashtag? Oh yes, uh, very important question. Yep, indeed, now that we're podcasting, we're really trying to get into this modern world. So we need a hashtag for the conference, so people can tweet, go on LinkedIn and other social media to engage with the discussion online and hopefully share things with their contacts who can't be there. So, Clement, the hashtag is... It's hashtag EASA Rottercraft.
3: Use this whenever you are talking about the symposium on social media and everyone can follow the discussion.
0: And did you know all about the importance of hashtags before we started preparing this podcast, Clement?
3: Not really. I had to ask Michelle all about them.
0: Michelle, the expert with technology who still has a Nokia 9510. Well, I've heard it all. Of course not. I ask uh, communications. So now we've got our hashtag, hashtag EASA Can you tell our RotorChat listeners a little bit more about the symposium?
3: For sure. The symposium is a key event in the European RotorCraft calendar, and we have over 300 people registered yet. It takes place in the Pullman Hotel in Cologne on the 10th and 11th December. The agenda is quite packed with loads of interesting topics and discussions. They are really something for everyone. So what do we start with on the first day? The conference will be opened by Rachel Deschler, as the acting certification director. Then we have a keynote speech from Peter Muller, the chairman of the European Helicopter Association. There was also an update from David Solar on the Rotocraft safety roadmap followed by a presentation from George Castillo on some of the FAS innovative certification processes for Rotocraft.
0: Wow, what a great way to start the event.
3: After a short coffee break, we move on to some more operational safety topics. There was a presentation on PBN and GLS GSTC approach capabilities on several Leonardo types. Should be an interesting one by Simone Gobi from Leonardo Helicopters. Then we have a presentation on cooperative visual segments by Adrian Elinka from Airbus Helicopters.
0: Yes, and after that we start getting into the subject I'm really looking forward to: safety improvements and technologies. So we have Tony Randall from Bell talking about safety improvements for both existing and new commercial helicopter products. Um, that should be pretty good and hopefully will help us all to learn a bit more about how to continually reduce those accident rates.
3: Always a good thing. Everything that drives safety toward the goal in the rotorcraft safety roadmap make me smile. Talking about smiling, the final session of the main plenary is an excellent session to finish with. So what's that again? Our EASA colleague, Volker Hansmeyer, will be presenting on the special condition for small VTOL. Definitely an important subject given the pace of technological changes in the industry at the moment. It's a busy morning, but it should be good.
0: And then after lunch,
3: we split the symposium into two parts, don't we, Clément? Yes, we do. On one side, we have training and simulations, and on the other, we focus on VTOL certification. As a certification guide, there are some really practical sessions to look forward to in this part. We cover the work of the euro working group 112 on VTOL, the handling quality Qualities Rating Method, Safety Objective, Flight Control System, and Propulsion System Certification for VTOL. A broad range of topics, but all very important.
4: For me, I'll be joining the training and simulation session. Our own Dan Doucy will be talking all about latest EASA training initiatives and enabling flight simulation training devices innovations. We have an update on the continuing airworthiness review item on Main Gearbox. This covers the data collected on design and service experience and goes through the main contributing factors to CRACS initiation, then to present the EASA approach on the lessons learned. The part I'm most looking forward to is a presentation from Robert Clements from the UK Air Accident Investigation Branch, where he talks about some recent accidents and pilots' decision to fly in the prevailing weather conditions.
0: Yes, and we see quite a lot of decision-making and airmanship-type safety issues come up in the accident analysis that we perform. In fact, we'll have some safety promotion coming up on that in the next few months as well, won't we? We do. We are preparing a video on collision with cables
4: right now. I'm looking forward to that coming out in the new year. Then to finish off the training and simulation sessions, we have an exciting presentation on virtual reality motion training solutions And then an update on evidence-based training. Wow, that
0: sounds like a pretty full-on day, gentlemen. It is. Great. So, then we start the second day. Again, we have two split sessions to keep the ops and the technical folk happy. Then we have the ESPNR safety workshop that my colleague Michelle has organized with Bernd Oswald from Airbus and the rest of the ESPNR team. In this session, we start with a keynote speech from Bruce Webb from Airbus Helicopters. He's coming all the way from the US to talk to our audience about the latest developments in human machine interface for rotorcraft. So hopefully that should be pretty good. Then we have another guest from the USA, Tony Mononero of the FAA and a key member of the International Helicopter Safety Foundation, the IHSF, is giving us an update on the work that they're doing. And of course, you are involved in the IHSF as well.
4: Maybe now is a good time to give a shout out to everyone involved in IHSF and remind everyone to check out all their great safety resources on the IHSF website at ihsf.org. So that's the safety workshop covered. Clément, what's going on in the other VTOL session on the morning of day two?
3: This is a follow up of the VTOL certification session. We have lots of different EASA experts talking about some really important topics of interest for vehicle manufacturers.
4: Great! So what are we covering in this session?
3: Well, it's a pretty exciting list. We start with airframe and Lightning. Then we move on to the interpretation of what is a single failure criteria for structure. We follow this with an update of the latest work on burst-strike risk redu- reduction with an approach that combines the airframe and engine requirements. Then we finish with a load factor in emergency landings and crashworthiness, And then a session about the future certification requirements for electric and hybrid propulsion system. It's the first time that EASA will communicate on these topics.
4: That last one sounds very timely. I'll bet that will
3: be a full house. Of course, it should be a huge interest to certification people and manufacturers for sure.
4: It looks like a really packed agenda with something for everyone, operators, manufacturers, maintenance personnel. I don't think anyone is going to get bored, that's for sure.
0: Definitely. And uh, I love attending the Rotocraft and VTOL symposium. It's always a really great event. Plus, it's always a great place for networking and catching up with old friends and new colleagues. It really is good, I think, that we have this event each year that brings the whole rotorcraft community together in one place.
3: We still have a final plenary session on the afternoon of day two to talk about.
0: Sorry, Clément, that's me getting ahead of myself there. So, Jan, tell me, how do we finish the symposium?
4: There are three really important and interesting topics in the finale. The first is going to be a really good session. We have André-Michel Decain from Airbus Helicopters talking about the myth of losing tail rotor effectiveness. We follow this with a proposal for a service provision scheme for Rotorcraft Operators in Class G airspace. That's presented by Manuel Santos from the European Satellite Services Provider. Then last up, we have Giuseppe Quaranta of the Politecnico di Milano presenting on Rotorcraft certification by simulation.
0: Wow, thanks gents. That was a really interesting discussion and hopefully it's helped our listeners to get as excited about the symposium as we are. So we'll all be there and Michelle as well, So, come along, say hello, give us some feedback on the podcast, and tell us about your safety challenges and how we can help solve them together through Together for Safety. Well, I think we did a pretty good job for our first podcast event, and hopefully, we'll all be back in the studio again for the next edition of RotorChat. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Thanks. See you soon. So, as a final extra addition to this IASA RotorChat podcast, We've got on the phone with us from the UK, Tim Foshon, who's the CEO of the British Helicopter Association and from an IASA perspective has a very important role as the chairman of the Rotorcraft Committee that David Sola talked about earlier on in the podcast. So welcome to the studio, Tim. Good to have you on the phone. Hi there, John. So can you tell me a little bit about what the role of the Rotorcraft Committee is?
5: The Rotocross Committee uh, allows all the helicopter stakeholders from all parts of the industry to feed into the safety processes with EASA. When we look at that, well, our main reference document is the EPAS, the European Plan for Aviation Safety, which we consult on at the start of the year. And, of course, it looks at whether a task or an issue, a safety issue, should be done through safety promotion, rulemaking, research, or technology or technical standards and we then come up between the group where there's a real wide range of expertise and nations I might add where we then decide on where we are going to go with the subject.
0: Excellent and what do you see as the greatest safety challenge for the European helicopter community today then Tim?
5: Well, the the obvious thing would be to say drones, but uh, when you come down to it, the ARSA Rotocraft roadmap gives us a target for reducing the accident rate by 50% over the next 10 years. That is going to be hard to achieve.
0: And I think hopefully the Rotorcraft Committee provides that ideal forum for us all to come together as a helicopter community with the regulators and the national authorities and the whole industry to help us solve those challenges together, I think.
5: The uh, the ARCOM very early on recognised that we should have the national authorities in the room if we could, certainly the helicopter experts from those from the countries, so they could look at know what we were discussing and the avenues that we are exploring. Because there's not really any point if we were going to suggest something or go down an avenue, and they were then later through their processes and their avenues, were going to resist it. They were probably going to trump us. So by having them in the room as observers, we, we come up with a fairly collaborative picture and a way ahead.
0: And I certainly see that when I attend the Rotocraft committee meetings, and it's great to have that full group of people together uh, working on all these different solutions. So, well, that was short and sweet. And thanks very much for joining me uh, on the podcast. And I'll see you next week at the Rotocraft Symposium, Tim. Yeah. See you next week, John. Will do. Bye for now. Thanks very much. Bye. (laughs) Well, we all
1: hope that you have enjoyed our first Roto chat podcast so far. As we said at the start, as long as you keep listening, we'll keep podcasting. Hopefully, we will launch a new podcast every month. John, what can our listeners expect for the future?
0: So, we want to keep everyone updated on the latest news from IASA land that affects the rotorcraft community. The podcast will help you keep in touch with all the latest regulatory changes and also the progress of the roadmap that David Solar talked about earlier. Of
1: course, the podcast would also be a key part of our safety promotion effort, isn't it, John?
0: Definitely. This means we'll be taking a different safety topic each month and helping you to learn more about what safety issues we see from our analysis of helicopter safety, and more specifically, providing a useful resource that helps to solve your safety challenges. We'll have guests joining us from industry as well. So our listeners don't just have to listen to the EASA team.
1: Talking of guests, I understand that you've already got Andy Evans from uh, Erosurance lined up to do a regular spot to share the lessons from accidents and high-risk occurrences. It's good that you could get that set up.
0: Well, hopefully people have already seen Andy's accident summaries on the LinkedIn group for ESPNR. So this seemed like a natural next step.
1: It should really be an interesting part of the show in the future.
0: Well, Michelle, I think that's a wrap. Hopefully all our listeners found that interesting. What about you, Michelle? Did you enjoy doing it?
1: Of course, John. Looking forward to next
0: time. Me too. Thanks everyone for listening. And hopefully you'll tune in next time to Rotor Chat from Together for Safety. In the meantime, stay safe and fly safely.